Hello and welcome to the Pageant Buzz podcast. You are here with your hosts, Kristen and Rebecca. This is a podcast where we talk about glam, glitz, and what life is really like with a crown. This is a podcast for those girls who have inhaled more hairspray than they have oxygen. Hello. Hi. Okay. Yes. In a little bit. We've been on a hiatus and we're back. Okay. Perfect. Hang on, let me put on my sweater because I'm an old lady. Sweater? <laughs> yeah, my, my little cardigan thing because my office gets kind of cold. I have on a pink sweatshirt that says Wednesday. Oh, I love that. Because on Wednesdays we wear pink. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pageant Buzz podcast. You are here with... Kristen and Rebecca, and we are back after a two-week break, and I'm so excited to talk to you this week. Huh, it feels like it's been so long since we have recorded an episode. I know. I mean, you and I have been texting, obviously, because we text in our group chat every I know. day, well, pretty I much. Talk, but... I've talked to you. It just has not been officially on a recording. Yes. Well, I still have, like, trauma from the last time you and I recorded, and it didn't record not one second of it. It was awful. It was so good, too. I, like, got done with it, and I'm like, man, like, I am wise, and, like, and it was there. We're going to re-record that episode, which, if we need to maybe give a little context, it is a recap of Kristen's year in review as Mrs. Ohio. That one is still coming, and now... It is officially, in hindsight, your year. You've given up your title. How are you feeling? You know, I'm feeling good. I wasn't sure how I was going to feel just because people have reached out and given me kind of how they've felt, which is awesome because you you don't know what you don't know and you just don't know how you're going to feel. So I felt really good. I had a really good weekend. I was having fun and it just felt very no pressure which you was look, nice. Like, you looked beautiful. I will say that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I had fun. And I roomed with my sister, Queen Dana. And so her and I just like hung out and had fun. And um, it, was, I, it was a good time. And then at the end of it all, with the pageant actually started at three. Mm-hmm. So we didn't get out super late. So I was able to, you know, go home. And my husband and I went to dinner that night. And so it was such a great experience and so now I'm a former you are welcome to the former side of things I will tell you from my perspective it was one of the most intense crazy days of my life I was at a full day workshop for some of the girls who are about to go to the international pageants I'm the sponsor for the Texas international pageants so we were getting them ready to go to Kingsport Tennessee for their pageant and then I was watching the live stream from the car Dustin and I my husband were in the car watching the pageant we stopped to eat lunch watching the pageant in the restaurant we went to BJ's do you guys have a BJ's is that like a national chain Yeah, we do have a – I mean, somewhere. I don't know if I've ever been there, but – Okay, so we were sitting there. I ordered a gluten-free chocolate chip cookie for my meal because I was so stressed. (laughs) (laughs) I was eating a cookie as my meal, watching my clients compete, and I was just, like, so nervous but also had a good piece about it. And 
I was so, so excited because my Miss client won and then my Mrs. Ohio America, Kristen Reichart was the winner that was crowned. And um, my other two clients also did super well. I was so pleased with everybody, how they performed. It was just a really great pageant all around. Great job to the directors. Great job to the formers giving up their titles. It's just a really, really fun pageant to watch and a really fun way to watch it with my husband eating a cookie at a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, it was it was great. It was fun to crown someone and like be that person to do that. And Kristen and I competed, have competed together in the past. And so I, I know her probably better than most of the other women that were competing. So the fact that she won was super special. And I was like, Oh my gosh, my friend. It was really special for me because you guys were both my clients last year and then getting to see her put in all the work that I know she did this year. And I just know it was the right time for her. And I think it was just a really fun way to kind of watch it be full circle for you to crown her I don't know it's just very special for me and there's this photo I'll have to post it of her and I hugging and we were both in white and it just is like this giant cloud of white fabric of us hugging I know I love it so then I turned right around and got on a plane and went to Florida the next morning and judged an international pageant it was called ultimate international miss and I was there for six days judging a pageant from ages four all the way up through the elite division, which was like 45 and up. And that was so fun to get to be on the other side of things, not as a coach, not as a contestant, but as a judge. And I talked to you lots through the week, so you kind of know what it was like for me. But if you have any questions, feel free to ask. Okay, well, I just want to, I already know the answer, but there was this one girl who had a suit that you could not stop talking about. You're like, I, I got to so know obsessed. where she got this suit. I got to know. I got to know. And you finally tracked it down. I did. I found it. And here's, I mean, I will just put myself on blast. She was a teen, <laughs> but I was so obsessed with the suit. It fit her so well. She walked in and I was just this second she walked in I just already knew in my heart of hearts I had to have it I was like that is so me in a suit it was color block orange and pink it just screamed Rebecca all over it she was so cute such a sweet girl I loved her she ended up first runner-up in the teen division but that suit I found a picture of it from the photographer who had like printed photos that girls could um, purchase I took a picture of the picture to send to you and I was like this is it I don't know where it is but I will find it and I did find it, it was a lavish Alice suit and it's so cute I found that the pants are now officially sold out from lavish Alice but I think they may still be available on ASOS okay oh, or Revolve ASOS. or Revolve one of those two I can't remember now but oh yeah I know that's like you know, and if I ever find that, I, sometimes I can find it on Poshmark. Yes, that's what I've got my eye on now is to buy it resale on Poshmark. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that was my favorite interview suit I've seen in so long. It was just different, really great tailoring, different, but still very appropriate for lots of different age divisions. And it, it just fit her so well. And she had a very like upbeat bright, bubbly personality, I feel like it would totally be me if I were to ever compete again. 
I know. I really liked it too. As soon as you sent it, I was like, well, one of us has to have this, obviously. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. It we're going so to have cute. to find it. Had crystal buttons. Oh, just everything about it was screaming Rebecca and Kristen. How many age divisions were you judging? Eight. Holy cow. Was that there weird going eight. from like little ones to older ones to miss or was there misses? Yes. There, so yes, it went all the way to elite Ms. So MS, which included misses. So the way they broke the age categories down, it was actually really easy judging wise because they were separated different days. So we judged the junior division in a different day than the senior division. So the littles, like four to 13, were in a different day than the junior teens, like 14 and up, and Miss and Ms. and Elite Ms. And so that included the Mrs. Those were on a different day. So it was easier to keep that straight. The interviews were on a different day, and the prelims were in the morning for the juniors. The prelims for the older girls were at night. So we could really have a good break mentally to separate how we were judging. Which ones are your favorite age group to judge? I love, love, love the junior teens and the preteens. Okay. So is that like 10 to 13? Uh Uh-huh. And the junior teens are like um, 13 to 15. Okay. I think those ages, like from that 10 to 15, usually those girls are in pageants because they chose to do pageants. It wasn't necessarily their mom that kind of wanted them to do it. Mm -hmm. And they are young enough that they're still very real and not too rehearsed or coached. And they say a lot of really funny things and very authentic things. And I really love watching just their vibrant personalities and their like quirky, fun, just things that they say. They're just so off the cuff and funny. Oh my gosh. There was one contestant and I actually talked to her mom about having her be a guest on our podcast. She cracked me up so much. In her interview, we were asking her what she likes to do for fun. And she said, well, I just love spending, she was Southern. I just love spending time with my mom. You know, my mom, she's just my best friend. And we were like, really? Well, is your mom here with you this weekend? And she said, oh yeah, it's me, my mom and my grandma. You know, we're just having a girl's weekend. You know how it is. It's just so fun to have a girl's weekend. This girl was 11. She was 11. And she looked at us and she said, you know how it is. Just a girl's weekend. And we just died laughing for an 11-year-old girl to just talk about hanging out with her mom and her grandma having a girl's weekend. It was adorable and so cute. I just loved it. Oh, that is really cute. I And not coached at all. Like, so real. Like, just authentic. Do you think that – so if you – let's say you were someone like that's coach, how do you coach a little one like that? Because little ones take things so literally too. Mm-hmm. How do you make it so that they can still be real but come across polished? I try – and I, I don't want to get too like in the weeds with it, but really we try to just talk to them about just telling stories about their life and oh, okay. what's really their real life mm-hmm. and not getting – to um, practice and saying the same answer the same way every time, that's when it starts to sound memorized and that's when it starts to come across as really rehearsed. If every time you say the answer or answer that type of question, you say the exact same thing the same way, 
then it sounds like a robot. Right. You know, if every time you say, my favorite color is pink because it's just a happy color and I love it so much. Well, then it sounds like a robot. But if you say it differently each time, it just sounds natural. You can still have the same answer, but just word it differently, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And so when you were there, you were sending us videos of your suite. That was pretty swanky for a judge, I thought. I know. They took such good care of us. The Ultimate International Miss System, it's only in its second year, but it was very top-notch. I will tell you, the directors put in every effort to make this a top-level experience. We were given a individual room each judge. I was given a very luxurious suite. I was in the corner on the top floor. I felt very VIP, and I was given... Um, my travel accommodations were paid for everything meals all the stuff while I was there was all taken care of we were very well provided for and we had a judges coordinator who was with us the whole week so anything we needed we could ask her and we were really I felt taken care of we were never were put into a situation that was um, uncomfortable like with a family or a contestant they really did a good job keeping us separate from any of the contestants so that wasn't ever like an issue because when you're there for a whole week with a resort full of other contestants and their families that could get you know crazy but it wasn't at all it was very great the production was incredible the whole pageant was broadcast on pageants live so you can go back and watch it if you would if anybody's interested in the system but i would definitely recommend it it was really a great production a great system the prize package that they gave to the winners was amazing including scholarships cash prizes all kinds of different trips really impressive i am this is a system to watch for sure interesting well now you just made me want to look into it i'm very 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 impressed um Oh my gosh, Rebecca, I have a lot going on right now. <laughs> um, you have had I, quite quite the the past couple of weeks yourself. I like threw myself the biggest pity party ever for like a second because normally I do the whole like, you know what, there's always, you can always find a time to be, a time or a thing that you can be grateful even when there's a bunch of bad stuff going on. And you know what? I didn't. I cried. And I was like, I just don't want to do this anymore. And like, I just, and then all, all I could do is think about all the bad things. Like, for instance, I'm sitting there and I'll tell you guys what's going on in a second. But I was sitting there thinking like, yeah, and you know what? And I missed the first part of Miss Ohio's speech because my dress was too big and I couldn't get up the stairs and I kept stepping on it. And it, it was like a spiraling situation of like stuff that had happened a week prior even. <laughs> it was the world's biggest pity party. And my poor husband, he's just like, it's okay. I was like, it's not. Well, it- Kristen, without getting too in the dirty details, what's been going on? All right. Well, first of all, it started at the Mrs. Ohio weekend. And I noticed, I was like, man, my stomach is like bloated. And I couldn't figure out why. And my lower back hurt. And I couldn't stand up perfectly straight because I I thought I just needed adjusted. And I didn't go see my husband. Who's a chiropractor. Yes. Like before we went. So I'm like, man. And he said, of course, he noticed as well. And he's like, your posture is terrible. And I was like, why? I, I wasn't 
thinking before I went. So, but it finally, like, it was getting so bad that I went to the doctor. So I go to my doctor. Well, no, I didn't go to my normal doctor. I went to a clinic because my doctor was on vacation. So I go and they're like, oh, you have, they did a bunch of tests and they're like, you have a kidney infection. I was like, a kidney infection? That's miserable, but fine. So they put me on a round of antibiotics, but I still had this stabbing pain and achy back. And I'm like, I went back again because, again, my doctor wasn't back yet. And I'm like, it's not cleared up. Like, I need help. And they tested me. They're like, no, there's no infection. And I was like, okay, well, this – no, like, something is going on. I finally get back in to see my doctor. And he's like, oh, you you have a kidney stone. They did, and we did x-rays and a CT, and he's like, you have kidney stones. So I was like, what? Like, I drink so much water. This is a bunch of hoopla. Like, I'm so angry. This should not be happening to me. You are a healthy person. Yeah. I mean, now, granted, it obviously happens to healthy people, but I was infuriated at the fact that, like, I drink a gallon or more water every day, and I got a kidney stone. So I'm, they give me all this medicine. So I'm being treated for a kidney stone to pass a kidney stone. And he put me on, I forget what it is, but it basically just like, it not numbs, but it just relaxes. Like a muscle relaxer. Yes. Like everything. Well, Rebecca, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, Matt, I think I'm peeing my pants right now. And he's like, what? And I was like, oh my gosh, like, no, I'm like peeing right now. And I run into the bathroom <laughs> This had relaxed me so much that I was literally peeing myself. And I was like, well, just going <laughs> to sit here forever. And he's – my husband's laughing. I screenshot our text messages and I'm like – and he's like, do you want me to go get you Depends? And I was like, no. I'm uh, – no, I am not this person. This is not me. And then by the end of the <laughs> night, I was just like, yep, this is me. Former Mrs. Ohio – former pants peeing Mrs. Ohio. It was, and then on top of it, it hurt. Like I'm in pain. Oh yeah. I, I, people say it's the second most painful thing next to childbirth. Well, so then, no, I, I haven't told you this. So <laughs> I don't this know if I'm ready. This is better. So, oh my gosh. And the days are running together now. I think it was Monday maybe. Okay. The pain, Rebecca, like, it was out of this world. And I'm like, oh, I think you may have forgotten to mention you were also really afraid to take any type of pain reliever because you didn't want to become an addict to opioids. Oh, yeah. My doctor gave me a bunch of opioids. And I'm like, nope, I'm not taking them. But then I got, I did. I finally got to the point. I was like, I don't care. Because I'll be an I will go ahead and give a shout out that Victoria's Voice has done such a great job in the Mrs. America program that it has truly made you so aware that you would not even take Advil or Tylenol to help prevent you from this horrible intense pain. Well, I finally caved and I took it. Well, it just like, I was like, you know what, Matt, like, I think some, I think it might be stuck because that happens, you know, it transitions in it. So I am in a cold sweat, like, oh my, like, and so I'm like, forget this. I'm like, I have stuff to take care of. I don't have time for this. So I went to the emergency room and they are like, oh yeah, like that sounds like what it is. So they do some testing Mm -hmm. and then they gave me a, um, an ultrasound Mm -hmm. 
And the doctor comes in. He's like, we're uh, we're going to do an internal ultrasound. <gasps> so I was like, okay. So they did. And he comes back in. And he's like, okay. And he sat down. And I was like, oh, no. This can't be good. He sits down. And he goes, so you don't have kidney stones. <gasps> I was like, what? And he said, yeah. He's like, you had us. It looks like he's like, so you have a cluster of cysts. Um, that are pretty large on your right ovary. And he said, one of them is flat and we can see it and it looks like it ruptured. And this I was like, time it was not kidney stones. No, no, that I was being treated for and peeing my pants over. No, it wasn't even that. <laughs> it, was, it was cysts. And I was like, I don't understand. And he's like, well, he's like x-rays and even CT, like it can, the way they are, like it can kind of like look like it's a somewhere where it's not and so I was like okay so now what and he's like well he's like right now the one that ruptured is bleeding and he's like so what we're gonna have to do is monitor he's like we're gonna release you from the hospital into your OB's care so like great so I go in and um and it's bleeding my stomach like I look like I'm five months pregnant and it's because these cysts are just like growing. Oh my and, gosh. Oh yeah. It's like, it's a mess. And, I, and the one's bleeding. So on Friday, what they're going to do is they're going to look and see like, have they gotten bigger? Are they changing? And then from there, they're going to decide if they need to just go in and cauterize any bleeding or if they can laparoscopically go in and just like drain them. Or I'm sweating right now. I know. This is miserable. And so, or they're going to go in. And they'll take – they'll remove them, biopsy them, like, right then and there. And if it's cancerous, they're just going to go in and take everything out. Kristen, I can't believe you have not told me about this. I know. It's a mess. And so – oh, and then – listen, okay, we're going to pity party again. I'm really sorry if I'm bringing anybody down, but then – No, this is also, a, I think, a message that you have to be, like, an advocate for your health. And you have to keep, like, going back to the doctor because – if you wouldn't have gone to the ER, you would have not known these things if you would have just kept waiting for this to pass. Yeah, I know. I And I know. I thought about that, too. I'm like, dang, like, I'm glad, like, I did all this because I would have never known. And it right. just, I would have just been in all this pain thinking, like, well, but I just got to Well, pass. and, like, internally bleeding. Oh, yeah. It's – and so then – um, so all this – yeah, that was Monday today. Oh, yeah. So this – so then yesterday would have been – Tuesday, I wake up with pink eye. <laughs> oh my! I this is the second time I have had it in like a month and a half because my middle daughter, daughter had it, mm-hmm. came home with it, and I got it. I missed my last appearance as Mrs. Ohio because I my eye was almost swollen shut with pink eye. I remember that, and I wake up and with it again, and so did my oldest daughter. And that's when my pity party hit. I was like, I can't do this. I already had pink eye and now I have this and I'm done. I'm done. I will. I'm like so over this. And I just cried. And I bet it really hurt to cry because your eyes all crusty. It was a mess. Not that my situation is in any way relatable, but I have not had a voice for several days. And so I couldn't even call you to check on you. I was just having to send you text messages to try to like check in on you. I was like, how is the patient? And then 
you weren't responding on Sunday. So I just assumed that maybe you'd finally like been able to get some rest and fallen asleep. So I feel really bad now that I didn't even know that any of this was happening because my voice finally just came back on Tuesday. Oh, I, I didn't talk to anybody about it just because it was such a mess. And like, I always try to find the humor and stuff. Like when I was peeing my pants, like I really was laughing. Like I was like, of course I'm peeing my pants right I was now. laughing, but I was also really, really sad for you. I, I mean, because at that point it's like, it's, you've got to laugh about it. But then when the pink eye hit, right? I, I was, oh yeah. my gosh. And Matt, of course, doesn't want to get it. So he's just like tapping me on the shoulder. He's like, it's okay. I was just oh I was like, just God. get away from me. Okay. Okay. Well, here's what I'll tell you. If this is a silver lining to this whole horrible situation, I'm going to give you permission to go ahead and buy those things that you sent me of the home decor because <gasps> you really need something to help you feel better. So here's your permission to buy the turtle bookshelf, the alligator bathroom decor, um, like for your hardware and the other giraffe thing it's a giraffe that it's holding like a chandelier in its mouth yeah is is it like a light a lamp it's a lamp yeah okay yeah you can you can get all three pieces well they have a life-size one that I really wanted the giraffe yeah but it's like eight thousand dollars let's go ahead and hold off on that let's just get that smallish table type setting um, and let's wait on the life sites because what if in five years you don't love it and we don't want to spend $8,000 on a life size giraffe. I know. I, yeah, Matt, that's also one that let's Matt go ahead over. and save that 8k for a potential future gown. If in case you ever compete again. I know. I know. I won't. <laughs> I didn't even ask Matt about it cause it would be a hard no, but the other stuff I, I would be totally fine with. Okay, so there, there's your, like, one bright spot for the day. Go ahead and push add to cart order. Okay, I'm doing it. Okay. Thanks for pity partying with me. I know that was a very long, drawn-out explanation of my health issues. Well, I think it was important for our listeners to know that we may have, on the surface, very glam lives where we look like we just go to pageants and get all dressed up and wear ball gowns and get our hair and makeup done, but we have real lives too. And it has been crazy on both sides of our lives, both mine and yours, but we are real women with real lives. So I think it's important that people know that. Yes. And if you have something that hurts, cause I kept pushing it off and I'm like, well, it's fine. But it's like, no, like if, so, if you're in pain, your body's probably telling you something. Absolutely. Yes. It is a warning that something's wrong and don't just give up and not keep going back like if it's still hurting keep going so I'll keep you posted on that but um I would love to hear Chris question of the week I'll even answer it oh okay maybe I don't know we'll see how hard it is (laughs) okay well I'll ask you a question from um I've been prepping a lot of littler girls for their national pageants lately so perfect here's one from a little if you could have any dream pet, what would your dream pet be? You know what? I'm on this giraffe train. I feel like I would have a giraffe. Oh, because my gosh. They don't I've, make noise, do they? 
I mean, I don't know. This obviously isn't realistic, but like I envision them being very sweet and nice. I don't think they really are. I think they're kind of mean, but my giraffe obviously would be very sweet and nice. And he would put his head over my banister to wake me up in the morning and I'd feed him carrots because that's what they do on those little safaris. You can feed the giraffes carrots Uh and that's Um, all it would eat and it wouldn't poop anywhere. I have been doing like an exercise where I ask them the questions and then they can ask them back to me. And I told a little girl that I want a pet that doesn't need to go outside to go to the bathroom. Did they think that was like the funniest thing? Yeah, because I was like, <laughs> our dog, that's like the only thing I really don't like about her is that I have to take her outside to go to the bathroom. Oh, <laughs> that is, that's like, I'm sure I can just see a little one like laughing about that too. Yeah, because she's so cute and like really a good dog, but it's very hot here in Oklahoma right now, like 105. And it is not fun to take her outside to go potty. And she only wants to go out for like two seconds, do it and come back in. And then she just sprawls out on the tile where it's cold and like cools herself down. And she's so bougie that she will go to the refrigerator and like kind of paw at it. And she wants me to give her ice. Oh, she's very high maintenance. All right. Well, I can relate to your high maintenance dog because that's what I aspire to be and not like what I am right now. So, okay. I love it. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Please go and follow us on Instagram at the pageant buzz pod, and we will see you all back here next week. All right. I was going to say it, but I always mess up the handle and I literally just looked it up to make sure I didn't mess up the Instagram handle. I was trying to give you a little grace because I know you don't feel good. Thank you, Rebecca. All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. We are currently booking our next guest. So follow us on Instagram at pageantbuzzpod and send us a DM if you'd like to be a guest on our podcast.